Let's just start this podcast off and jump into the fuck shit. Yo, yo, bitch, I'm headed back to the M. Bitch, I'm headed back to the M to kick it with my brother now. Bitch, we smoking bigger blunts. Why you smoking skinny skills? Bitch, I'm headed back to the M to kick it with my cousin now. Smoking bubble, uh, and smoking purple, uh. Bitch, I'm headed back to the I've been so excited to record this podcast all day. I took a fucking shower. I brushed my teeth before we <laughs> let get into it. <laughs> all right, this is the Jiggins and Jones podcast, my friends. You feel me? Jiggins and Jones, fuck niggas. All right, we are talking. <laughs> I am the Jethro Jenkins. And my friend here. I am Dragonfly Jones. And our other friend. I'm Mike. Michael. Michael Gardabasio. Motherfucking Gardabasio. I can't believe I called you Michael, bro. I still am kind of sick over that, bro. <laughs> That's Michael. Who the fuck did I think I was, bro? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was. Fuck me. Anyway, uh, music is in the description. Subscribe to iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. Leave a comment. If you don't fuck with us, don't fuck with us. Boom. We good, right? Cool. So, Nike. And MAGA losing their shit. So Cap is the face of Nike's 30th anniversary campaign. It's not even just him. It's LeBron. LeBron's part of it. Serena, Odell. I think Shaquem Griffin, too. Right? Anyway, but people are mad about Cap being the face of Nike. And there is white rage going on all through middle of America. (laughs) Dude, bonfires galore, bro. Bonfires, burning busted (laughs) sneakers going on all through this nation. All right. (laughs) Coles is losing business. (laughs) (laughs) Ross is about to go bankrupt. (laughs) Butter knives are being used to cut shoes. Dog, what the fuck, bro? The CEO of Big Five was for sure like, not our Labor Day sale. <laughs> Dog, like, dude, where do you? Okay, bro. This, the, the, the one dude that had, like, he had, uh, he burned his one green shirt. He had a fucking shirt, all right? And a fucking smoker or some shit, bro. All right? Talking about he hopes Nike goes, Nike stock drops. Bitch, you got $12 worth of shit, nigga. The fuck? <laughs> nigga? You know what I'm saying? Literally, bro. I could go buy a pair of tights and triple what you'll spend in the next decade, bro. At fucking Nike, my nigga. Get the fuck out of here, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> these dudes are weird. You know what I mean? The fucking sock cutting, you know you still have on Nikes, right? The swoosh <laughs> isn't there, but the Nikes, nigga, they still got the bag up out of you, right? You know that, though, right? Nigga, the fuck is so weird, bro. Like, and and, and people are like, yo, just donate this shit. No. (laughs) I don't want to help the veterans. (laughs) I don't want to help anybody. I want to be mad on the internet. I'm going to burn it. Nobody should wear it. Nigga, what about the people that need it? Fuck the hell. You know what I mean? Like, dog. It's so weird, bro. Fuck those homeless people. I need some likes. Right. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I mean, dude, and where are they getting these shits, bro? 
No, seriously. Oh, man. I, uh, you, you you named it. It's that's the Coles Nike crowd for sure, bro. Oh. And in all, in all honesty, I think if they were to find out what actual Nike shit from a Nike store costs, they would probably shit themselves. Bro, they have the shit that your mom brings home, and you cry as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And then they, they don't see what the big deal is because they think they got you Nikes, but nah, you ain't get me Nikes. Bro. No, those Nikes, but they ain't Nikes. No, them ain't Nikes, bro. <laughs> I don't know what, what okay. them is, but them ain't What's that. The you feel me? What is the funniest part of the whole thing? Is it that they think that they're hurting Nike by burning shit they already paid for, <laughs> <laughs> or is it? That they're getting shamed, like they're so proud of themselves for putting the video up, and then like almost all of those people have deleted their shit today because they got fucking roasted <laughs> for twenty four hours straight. And by the way, they're not getting roasted any harder than if they just showed up at any high school in any diverse area of America wearing the shit that they're burning. <laughs> they just did not know this existed, bro. You know what I mean? They didn't know this level of shit talking. Dude, I was called a racist. I was called a racist, and I, I was excited. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Put this shit in my fucking veins. Shoot it directly into my shit. I, I, the, the, the more, the angrier you are, the happier I am, bro. The universe <laughs> is showing me I'm on the right side of things right now, bro. Your unhappiness is my happiness, bro. I, I don't even get, like, I used to get so mad about these idiots and how they think. Now I'm just trying to troll the fuck out of them, bro. I just want to hurt their fucking feelings, bro. Y'all are a dying <laughs> breed anyway. Nike, this is a, this is a, this is a, this is a, this is a future move for Nike, bro. This is, this is a power move for the future for Nike, bro. You know oh, what I mean? Like, sure. they might take a little hit now, maybe. I think it, the, the stock dropped like three bucks. I mean, uh, no, 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 no. The stock dropped two percent, which is what the stock dropped at every sporting goods manufacturer today with something to do with because it's right after Labor Day. But the stock dropped 2% at Adidas and Under Armour today as well. So it's one of the basic ebb and flows of the stock market. It, it's got nothing to fucking do with anything because the Nikes that they were selling to those people that burn their Nikes has got fuck all to do with Nike's bottom line. <laughs> and the fact that they don't understand that is hilarious to me. I think that... Oh, I all mean, that shit was so trash. Like, like, look, all that shit was weak as fuck. You know, you know some shit is some trash when, when you throw it in the fire and the fire, like, flames up. Like... <laughs> like <laughs> It's like trying to burn a Big Mac, bro. <laughs> bro, bro. That shit is literally dry and dusty. Like, 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 bro, your your sneaker is the same consistency as a fucking uh, tree limb, bro. That's the way the fire responded to it. That's how dry and dusty your shit is. This they carved your fucking Nikes out of balsa wood, dude. Like, <laughs> dog, I'm like, I'm, I I haven't seen some of these Nikes like ever, bro. Like, like I'm serious. I'm serious. Like, I mean, Nike has a, does Nike have some shit going on that like I have never witnessed, bro. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it seemed like some of the Nike checks was, was so, so small in that shit. It's like they were embarrassed to put the swoosh on that motherfucker. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like where the fuck you get them shit said? Kroger's nigga? <laughs> fucking Food Lion? Like, I've never seen this shit, bro. It's, 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 it's funny as hell, bro. But like, the dude, the dude, a fucking sound man. Cut his socks like dude, that dude, was the funniest one, bro. Dude, dude like, like grab your shard at sharp ass, Beatrice. You know, about to show these socialists something. You know what I mean? Like, dude, get the fuck out of here, bro. You you really think? Okay, first of all, you still have Nike socks on, as we t- we spoke about, right? But you really think 
like you're you're the spokesperson for Nike. Like you're a fucking billboard. Like somebody gives a fuck. You're like somebody looked at you, saw you with a pair of Nike swoosh socks on, and wanted a pair of them themselves. Fuck out of here, bro. You know what I mean? Nobody's trying. Like you're not help. You're not hurting Nike at all. Nobody gives a fuck about y'all. Y'all niggas finna die, dog. You know what I mean? Just take this loss, G. You know what I mean? Like, dog. Nobody. You're not. You're not. You. You aren't designing the future, bro. You're not the future, bro. You're the past, and we're going away from the, that shit. The, and Nike the knows that thing, as well. You know what I mean? Of course. And they're aligning the themselves the, with. The funny. With, go ahead. You said what? The funniest part of the whole shit to me is like I, I don't I have like a personal philosophy about trying to not get ulcers where like I don't engage with people's bad faith arguments. So like I, I just didn't I so like I don't even listen to it when people say like oh they're protesting the flag or something. It's yeah. like you know they're not protesting the flag. They've said they're not protesting the flag. Cat was told to kneel by a green beret. By a said, fucking vet, bro. Who said, who said I think this would be more respectful than just sitting during the national anthem. So like Really what this boils down to, throw the bad faith arguments out the window, is you are so mad that one NFL quarterback was upset about police brutality that you are lighting your own clothing on fire. That, you pay that is for. how much you are sticking up for police brutality, bro. That you paid for, my G, <laughs> which are good American dollars. Hard earned. I mean, Dude, like, I'll just say this. I was at the Nike factory. Like, I was at the Nike headquarters in the spring. I didn't see any of that shit up there, bro. God. You know what I mean? Like, because Nike, the shit is from 2006, my nigga. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, the only embarrassment Nike might have about the whole thing is they don't want people who buy real Nike stuff to know that they sell this to, low rent shit <laughs> right, to people. Like right, dog. <laughs> right. That shit is so crazy. And, like, to see the outrage and see the internet just engulf their asses, it was beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, this one dude was like, it looks like this guy doesn't like white people. You know what I mean? Like, to, to me. And then a, sh a shit ton of white people flamed his ass, bro. <laughs> I'm like, this is beautiful, my nigga. Like, he never said that anywhere, bro. Like where do you where do you see racist at? Like going at his ass. One dude was like, Great Britain, uh, never like he was from London, some fucking weirdo. <laughs> Great, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, us in London, you know, we we've never had slavery. Bitch, shut the fuck up. And somebody posted, who was there? Like slavery was abolished in eighteen thirty somewhere. Like po posted like a a monument that was celebrating the you know slavery being abolished. And like nigga, you straight lie, bro. You know what I mean? Like, you just making up shit. Y'all are just making up shit. You know what I mean? Just just because one black man tried to stand up for what he said, you know, for what he, for what he believes. You know what I mean? And like I said, dude, like, the, the only other time, I mean, like, this has been a great week for me. I went and saw Black Klansman. I heard a lot of white people crying <laughs> at the end of it. <laughs> and I wanted to drink all them fucking tears. You know what I mean? Like, it was, so, it was, it was, and, and then this shit, it was beautiful, bro. Like, I, I'm, I'm, it, it, I don't know. I'm 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 full right now. Take a walk around the beach.
put your feet in the sand Don't you be scared I'll hold your hand Nothing in this kind of feeling that I feel when I'm with you Forevermore, I'll never forget you Baby, you can be my summer love Wanna vibe with you, wanna get high with you Get in the car and drive with you Baby, you can be my summer love Hey man, so did y'all see, did y'all see MGK and uh and Eminem? Did you hear about that shit? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I saw some some lyrics floating around, but I didn't hear it, the shit. Mike, are you hip? Are you hip to us? What happened with MGK and Eminem? Uh, I listened to the new Eminem, but I and I saw the lyrics like uh, Tyler said for the MGK stuff, but I didn't hear whatever he put out. How do you feel about the new Eminem? Uh, probably sort of similar to what you said about, uh, when Jay-Z put out 444, like I I actually recognize a lot of stuff in the album that's like very good, but Uh I'm just sort of like, I I don't know at what moment in my life I'm going to need a new Eminem album. Uh, (laughs) you know what I mean? Um, that's, that's basically it. But like, I, I definitely, it, it was better than the last couple albums he put out or whatever. Um, but I'll never listen to it again. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been hearing like mixed reviews. I just can't listen to a new Eminem album. You know, I completely understand that position. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like it's just like I, I just, you know, I, I've, I think I've just had enough. You know what I mean? I've had enough. I tried like I think the album before the last one. I was like, nah. You know, I just had that at a point where I just had enough. But like, apparently he said some shit about MGK. And like this is the first time I've heard MGK since South by where I thought like this is this is good I like it, you know what I mean? The, I think the best part of the Eminem album dropping for me is hearing MGK again and liking it, you know what I mean? Because t- Tyler like remember remember when we saw MGK perform like in South by Southwest? Yeah. He killed that shit, bro. Was, yeah, he he killed that shit. I was like, yo, this kid's about to be a star. I, I dude, I I mean I was absolutely wrong, but I felt the exact same way. I thought he was yeah. going. I mean, because Puffy was up, was there, and he saw his moment. This motherfucker was hanging like twenty-five feet in the air from speakers, upside down, with nothing but his legs attached to the, holding him up from the speaker. Like no, no, no. I mean, he climbed the shit. It was insane, bro. He lost his mind. I see, and Puffy like signed him like immediately, bro. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was, it was insane. Like the, at the Fader Forty, it was insane. But like, yeah, like I think that's the best thing that came from. Kamikaze and the name of it, just I can't get that. <laughs> Kamikaze, you know what I mean? Like that's that that's that 1996 shit, bro. Like I don't need to to be a part of that at all. You know what I'm saying? Like that. What like, did you see? Like Vince Staples. The the thing that's funny about it is like it, it's it's sort of the same thing with actually like Weird Al, where like you remember when Weird Al first came out? I don't know if you ever listened to him when we were kids or whatever, but like people yeah, used course. to actually get pissed off when he would make fun of one of their songs. Oh uh, really? I don't remember. I, I like know. I remember Madonna was like fucking furious, like that Weird Al was like <laughs> making fun of one of her songs, and yeah. then now obviously if Weird Al makes fun of your song, people are like excited about it. And I feel like it's the same thing with Eminem. It's like he put a whole album out essentially like begging for beef with somebody. And all of the like younger generation are just like, oh, shit, like Eminem is making fun of me. Like, like, they're excited about it. (laughs) Yeah, like like, Vince Staples just like quoted it on his like he just was like tweeting about it like he was excited about it. You know what I mean? It's like for them, it's like a vintage, like a stamp of approval or something. You know what I mean? It's like. It's not like no one's pissed off at him or whatever, except I guess MGK. 
I mean, MGK, even in the diss, he was really, like, respectful. Like, he's like, we know you're the right. greatest rapper ever, man. <laughs> like, but fuck your weird-ass beard. Like, that's basically what he's saying. <laughs> Cut your beard, it's weird. But, we you know, like, dog, like, shit like that. Like, and he even said, he's like, we can, we can talk it out or we can fight. Like, you know, it was it was most respectful diss ever. But I just like how he wrote the beat. It was fun. You know, I mean, I probably won't listen to that again. But I did listen to it more than I listened to Eminem's album. You know what yeah. I mean? But people really take Eminem very seriously. Like, you know, I was I, when I, I was joking saying that I will, you know, like, like I don't, I don't want to listen to Eminem's album because it's named Kamikaze. Like, I'm that fickle. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? That's right. what it is. And this one dude was like, you, you saw that, Mike. This one dude was like, that's a weak ass take. And I'm like, dude, I don't give a fuck what you right. think, bro. Like, <laughs> with all due respect, fuck your opinion, Kyle. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, what I'm saying like, I don't give a damn, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not gonna. I, I, I have an idea of my, what my taste is. You know, my, Eminem has not been my taste for a long time. You know what I mean? Back when, you know, when I was like in like, what, 99, you know, like to, you know, early 2000s, I fucked with him hella tough. You know what I mean? Like as far as rapping, you know, like the, his abilities, I don't know if anybody is better. You know, like it's as far as like lyrically, you know, I'm like even like, you know, breath control and shit like that. He was special. You know what I mean? But like it's like, you know, me. You know, it's for for he hasn't aged well. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as his, and a lot of people don't. Um, He's aged about as bad as anything has aged that I can think of in our lifetime. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> yeah. well, like, but in our business, because like nobody wasn't listening to Eminem in like 1999. Right. You know what I mean? But like, basically nobody I know would like you. Everyone said what you said. It's just like, oh, new Eminem album. Like, I, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you listen to older Eminem still? No, I can't. I, I, no, I, I can't. Yeah, I can't really at all. But I, I think uh, he probably. I would say Eminem. I can tell you sort of from experience. He probably there's like a special kind of affection that white kids who grew up around non-white kids have for Eminem. Uh-huh. Uh From like that time and era, it, he was almost like an approval stamp that it was like. We're, you know, we're not all wearing fucking Cole's Nikes and shit. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you're wearing the Cole specials. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but, uh, niggas, niggas, but, yeah I, I feel you. but you have to be able to like grow up and move past shit that was like meaningful to you when you were 14, or <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. You got bigger problems than in your earphones, I guess. Yeah, the dude the, and, and, and MGK uh, mentions that as well. <laughs> He says he talks about how you rich and you still mad. Like, let's talk about it. Like, <laughs> like you this rich and you still mad about the same shit, bro. Like, you know what's. Really I mean, that's why. On? That's why I like four four four, and I think I think Tyler Sorrell said the same thing. Yeah. Like, it's this is an album made for me by a guy who was making albums for me when I was a teenager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. There's yeah. a lot of growth there, you know. You still listen to four four four, don't you, Tyler? Oh yeah, yeah. I was just playing it last weekend, as a matter of fact. Man, that's that's crazy. I, I for, it just like like I said, it's, a lot of shit don't stick with me. But like I'm, I'm playing like old Nipsey now. But you know, like for the most part, you know, like once an album, it, it, I think I think I think four four four. As much as I it moved me, like you know, the the first couple of days, I don't think I played it since the first week I played it. You know, maybe because it's maybe I, it might be for the same reason I don't play Simple Butterfly though, because it's 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 a lot to take in. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot to take in when you play it. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be in that mode. You feel me? We don't really have the weather in Southern California for the heavy albums all the time. That's kind of true, bro. I was driving up to fucking that drive to SF, bro. Woo! Yeah. I literally was moved. Like, I was turning, I was going through the mountains and shit, right? 
So like, I'm like, you know, you know, you weave. It's like a weavy ass, you know, road like the, uh, through the mountains and shit. So like, every turn was like something else opened up to me, like a whole different view. Like, and there's one point where you're like, kind of like on the edge of like the the road, and you just yeah. it, like the whole like the the mountains are super open to you. And I, I, I literally became emotional. It was so fucking beautiful, beautiful to me. Like, I just, I was, it, I was overwhelmed. Like, I was in my car yelling, like, "Oh shit, nigga!" Did you, take, did, you <laughs> did you take the one on one or the or the one up? Would you? How'd you go up? I took the five. People were you took the uh, five. Okay. Yeah, yeah. People thought it was a PCH, and I didn't want to ruin their fun because they were all happy talking about the PCH on my. If, my if you ever. If you ever have time to do that drive in a couple extra hours and you take the 101 or the 1, it's like the drive you just had on steroids. Yeah, like, I, I, I've, I've driven the 1. Like, yeah. To, to, well, the 1 is kind shit. of a pain in the ass, bro. It's, it, it's kind of a pain in the ass. The 101 is a better like mix of the coast and being on a freeway to where you're not just like in the mountains all the time. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 um... I drove I drove the one before like on some on, a, on like a visit. I forgot where I was going, but and it was yeah. beautiful as fuck. You know what I'm saying? So and also even that 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 ride to um what's that shit called? Uh where's it's in they had a show about it on MTV. It's in uh um or, it's in O C Orange County. Laguna Beach. That drive to Laguna oh, Beach yeah, is, yeah. like once you hit the coast on the Laguna Beach, that shit is insane, bro. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, Earth be Earth be out here being beautiful as a motherfucker, dog. And I just don't think we appreciate that shit enough, dog. Like, I, like I was looking at that shit, like I felt blessed to be a part of this motherfucker planet. You know what I mean? Like the shit was, it was, it was, it's gorgeous, dog. You know what I mean? And I'm talking that shit, like you know, the sand quality, like last podcast and shit. You know what I mean? And I'm over <laughs> here in fucking, fucking paradise. You know, being a lame ass nigga. Fuck what I said, nigga. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that shit, that shit was incredible, but. But uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna fuck around and do that shit. You know what I mean? Uh, take the I, I may maybe take it on the way there because the, the the drive two places is always better than the drive. No, you got to get home when you're coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like I was just yeah. So when I'm going there, I'll probably I'll probably on the way there again. Like maybe like next month, I'll probably do that shit. You feel me? All right, so we're gonna talk about Sid Arthur.
what you came for, I'ma go till I can't hold it. Say my name over and over. So I guess we'll talk about was it by the river when he is that the first one? The first down one? by the motherfucking river. Down by the motherfucking, motherfucking river. When Sid Arthur was sick and sad on Feel the verge young. of That's motherfucking suicide, you know what I mean? Like, like the dude was by. First of all, like, dude, what? That is a terrible way to kill yourself. <laughs> you know, just just like I, I can. Is that? I, I honestly wonder if that's even possible to do that shit. To like just drift in the water and drown yourself. Would your body not fight the fuck out of that shit? Oh, uh, and some writer. It was an American writer. I forget his name. Someone did that. They killed themselves by swimming out into the ocean. That they were just like, at some point, I'll just get so tired, like there's, I won't be able to come back or whatever. Damn. Who the fuck Ooh, did that? Right. Dude, I'm trying to fuck. I'm trying to remember who it was. Yeah, but I, I actually thought the same thing. I was like, dude, I had low moments in my life, but I have never thought about drowning myself to death. Right. You know? yeah. Right. Like that's that's that is goddamn nigga. You know what I mean? But like, it's 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 it was interesting how like you know he a lot of times in life when you are at your worst, like you like and and like the the things that revive you. You know what I mean? Like he heard old shit like for me like that that the own to him that, like that's my mom's voice you know what i mean like whenever i'm like you know off my shit like i always like hear like the words that she told me as a kid like the shit that i didn't want to hear as a kid like that resonates with me now as an adult you know like she's like my kind of like my my um what the fuck is it called uh she's like she like centers me you know what i mean like always like when i'm getting kind of like off off base you know what i mean mm-hmm. away from myself like i go hear shit, shit she says and it kind of like pulls me back you feel me like yeah. but it's interesting that's that's that was that was that's, i thought that was very relatable I, don't, I mean to the point where you're trying to drown yourself no i mean i'm thinking about you know having a tough time and not you know not you know eating yourself into a coma like you know what i mean i'm not thinking about you know drifting into a river and holding myself under you know what i mean that's just wild as fuck but uh that was i thought that was cool i thought it was also cool that uh that he ran into go go vendor again you know, what I mean, you got to see Govinda. Uh yeah. yeah, in that part, but like it was, it's, it's, it. it <laughs> Govinda didn't even recognize the nigga. Yeah, he didn't even <laughs> recognize the nigga. He was like, dog, and you, do you think he really didn't recognize him, or he was just on some? I don't fuck with you. No, I, I can't fuck with you. I think initially he didn't know who the fuck this dude was, bro. <clears throat> I, I really did. I think he, I think towards the end, it was like. I don't really trust you. You look like a different nigga. You ain't the same. I, I recognize your face, but I don't recognize you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like your face, like you, 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 you just do that dude, but you're so different. You know, like and how they, they, the connection. They, there was, you know, they still had love for each other to a degree. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, like you know, they were like Govinda. Uh, Siddhartha was like the most important person in Govinda's life. It seemed at one point. Like Govinda almost loved him to a point where I was like. I'm, you wonder if it's healthy. 
you know what I mean? You should follow a nigga like this. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's cool too because like sometimes you know, you people that are super important in your life, you know, you see them and you don't, you don't feel the same way. I know, you know, like right. I, I remember I had like a, a woman I was dating like in college, and I saw her, like eight years later. And we've been we talk online and all that shit, and it's been cool. And I saw her like I literally felt zero. Like at one point she was like I was in love with her, and I felt like no emotion, bro. Like like no, not happy, not sad. It was just, like I wish you the best. Like but I just I was just indifferent, and that was such a weird thing to me. But like that happens, bro. That happens in life. You know what I mean? Like you spend enough time away from somebody, and it's like I know I I remember this person, but I don't feel this person. I don't recognize this person anymore. Like. No, no. You, you, you ever see somebody who you know from years ago, like like when you drive and y'all pull up beside each other and shit, and then y'all did a little small talk bullshit, and then you get to the point where it's like, yo, I need to get away from this motherfucker because I don't want to get caught at a stoplight <laughs> and have to do no more small talk with this motherfucker who I don't even know anymore. <laughs> that to it, it might happen to me like the grocery store or something when I see somebody and I just fucking, I like somebody that that I think is. I maybe really liked at one point, but we had seen each other in a while, and rather than having small talk, I'll hide. <laughs> like, I'll try to, like, walk the other way or act like I didn't see them, or, you know what I mean? Like, and I'll do that. Like, if I see somebody out that I, you know, was cool with, that I'm not really interested in, you know, rekindling anything, or even, I don't really care, like, you know, I hope life's great, but I don't really want to talk about it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't really think I, I looked at it more like Siddhartha is the person you run into that like can't wait to tell you about how much better they're doing than you, even though like this motherfucker was just suicidal at the riverside like <laughs> like the day before and then he runs into his friend and immediately starts back on some like I'm superior to you. Right. My <laughs> like, dear Govinda. Shit, Govinda my dear Govinda. Govinda's looking at him like, nigga, please. Like Who the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, you right. just you just betrayed all your ideals. Yeah. You're talking about how you wasted your whole life and you're you're about to kill yourself and you're still looking down on me, bro. Right, right. Like, right, man. You ain't got it no more, G. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't fuck with you like that. But yeah, um I also thought it was cool that like um, I felt like he he kind of took some steps backwards. Like um, he he, he uh, I feel like he's going back to like his, you know, basically not not all the way back to where he came from, but he's taking some steps back to like the path that he was on prior to like veering off. And sometimes you have to do that in order to get on like the path that's meant for you. Like it, for me, um, that was like art school. Like you know, getting 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 out of the, the job that I fucking hated. Going to stay with my sister, you know, just paying like, you know, minimal rent while in art school, you know, and not as independent as I'd like to be at that age, you know what I mean? You know, getting away from that. And, and, and it, but now I'm in a better place than I was prior. But I had to like go back and, 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 and like do some shit I was uncomfortable with and like, and, and, and to get on the correct path. I kind of feel like that was super relatable too. But I don't really give a fuck about that, that, um, that, chapter too much to be honest yeah it was like transitional yeah it was yeah it was like it was like yeah it was like the show in between two really good shows like yeah. you know what i mean like it's just like the setup for the for like you know the, the next chapter right which at the very brought back chapter, govinda yeah you said what he brought back govinda to like tied you over it was right, like, right, oh, right 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 here's right. an old friend right you know? right 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 the ferryman was really good though that chapter uh when he met 
I was told by my friend that it's Kamala. It's not Kamala, as I was saying. It's Kamala. Oh. Kamala. And then also I was told that the guy that I was calling Gatnama is Gotma. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm learning some shit. But uh, <laughs> I was fucking up hella names in this motherfucker. But uh, yeah, um, the ferryman was cool. He got a, he ran back into uh, Kamala. Like, Kamala? 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 <laughs> now I'm fucking it up. <laughs> I don't remember it. <laughs> Kamala, that's what Kamala. But yeah, like dog, that I ain't gonna lie to y'all niggas. I kind of cried when it like that. That, <laughs> that exchange they had, bro. Was that not beautiful? When she, when she was when she was dying, or which part? All right, I'm a, I'm a. I actually marked the part. I was like, this is beautiful. Uh, let me see this shit, my friend. No, this isn't all. This is right. Right here. Okay. Um. She's Okay. Uh. Damn, that is so fucking beautiful. Y'all hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Is this thing on? All right. <laughs> uh, Kamala looked into his eyes. She spoke with a heavy tongue, paralyzed by the poison. You have grown old, my love, she said. You have grown gray. But you resemble the young Shramana uh, who once came to me in the garden. Without clothing, your feet covered with dust, you resemble him far more than you did at the time you left me and Kamaswami. In, left me and Kamaswami. In your eyes, you are like him, Siddhartha. Oh, to have grown old, old, and yet you still... And you, yet you still recognize me. Siddhartha smiled. I knew you. I knew you at once, Kamala, my love. Uh, Kamala pointed to her boy and said, "Did you recognize him too? He is your son." And that fucked me up, hellas, bro. And then there's a part yeah. when uh, she's like, he's like, uh, she she said, uh, "I can see it." She, oh, wait, wait, wait. You have you have attained it. She asked. You have found peace. He smiled and laid his hand upon hers. I can see it. She said. I see it. I too shall find peace. You have found it. Siddhartha spoke in a whisper. Kamala looked, looked him unwaveringly in, in the eye. She remembered wanting to make a pilgrimage to Gautama um, in order to see the face of one, the one perfect man to inhale his peace. But that, that, but that instead of him, now she found Siddhartha. And it was good, just as good as having seen the other. I was like, damn, bro. It was like, damn. Like she, I, You know what trips me out, man? This nigga left Kamala, right? He left her like chasing himself, right? And me being a whirlwind romance ass nigga, <laughs> I've spread love to women from all over this motherfucking world. You feel me? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I wonder if my desires to chase me, like, because I, I, I still have, like, shit I want to do for me. Like, it's hard for me to, like, all the way, all the way, you know, commit the way I think it's necessary in order to be in a forever type situation, you know what I mean? Or, or even attempt that, you know what I mean? And I wonder if in my, like, you know, in my, you know, journey to, to fucking do what I fuck I need to do for me, I'll, there'll be a woman who I have, you know, given my love to and I left because, or I didn't, you know, I didn't commit all the way because I said I should have to do. But like you know how some you know you know how when you give your heart to somebody or give give love to somebody or or give it some of yourself to somebody like when you're in a relationship but after, over time you get that piece back and you don't really have that same connection with that person. Yeah. I wonder if there will be a time when I don't get that piece back, where I'll I, there'll be a person who I was really in love with the way he was in love with Kamala, uh, Kamala, you know what I mean? And uh, and he, and I and I that I've always stripped off of that shit, but. It kind of trips me out hearing him the way he talks about it. Even when he, even in the next chapter when he goes like to chase his son, 
and like he's, he, 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 when he looks into the, the garden and there's all those uh, monks and he doesn't see the monks, he sees the times he had with Kamala. And I'm like, God damn, bro. That's, that kind of, that spooked the fuck out of me because I've, I've wondered that. If like there will be a, a, a woman that I'm into that I move on from and I never get that piece back that I gave her because, you know, you know, she was that special to me, but I didn't recognize it at the time. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, so. The whole, the whole shit where you understand that, that, that like your world is moving, but you still want a piece of it to like not change. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're fully aware that that shit is not guaranteed. Yeah, but like the way, okay. I don't know if I've been in a relationship where the, well, as an adult, where the reason it didn't work out wasn't because of me. You know what I mean? Like, um, I think most of the relationships, like I, all the I did something or I just, or I just, I just shook. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, like, is it, is it my selfishness? Is it, you know, and I think part of it is, you know, there's things that I just have to, like in my mind, like there's things I just have to do, right? And I think I just have to accomplish. And I, and I, and I can't allow much of it, anything to get in the way of that. Like, you know what I mean? Um, and, but still as a person that like loves love and loves, you know, feeling love and sharing love, you know what I mean? I'll still experience people and want to experience people and I'll share parts of myself with them. But, you know, generally I get that piece back. You know, like over time I just move on. You know what I mean? But I wonder if, you know, am I going to be the cause of like some pain to myself long term in the future because of what I choose to focus on? And I kind of feel like if I didn't choose to focus on it, there'd still be pain. Because if I did settle down all the way and like was just all the way into like somebody, you know, I wouldn't accomplish things that I always felt like I needed to accomplish as well. I'm, you know, for me personally, you know, like, um, I feel like I, 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 I really um, value being able to be mobile and being able to shake up and shake and do what I need to do for myself, right? And you can't really be that, you know, when you like, you know, are all the way, you know, you got kids and all that type of shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, for sure. So I do wonder that, you know, I do, I do wonder that about myself, but that kind of like, maybe that's why I teared up because it was beautiful and he, and he always loved her and he chased and he, and he left on some fuck nigga shit, you know what I mean? Um, but it, it doesn't take away the fact that he was, you know, he doesn't like his, he's, she's come always had that part of him. She always had that piece of his heart. She was still super special to him. You know what I mean, and, and you know, and, and and you can see that in her interactions. And when you saw her, like you know, it was, she was about to die. You know what I mean, but uh, you could you could see that you know he really loved and appreciated her even afterwards. Like I said, when he was going to see his son, like like even like parts in the in the next chapter where he's looking at his son, and he sees and he sees her and his son. You know what I mean, and it's like, damn, bro, you fucked up. But yeah. if he would have stayed. He would have fucked up too. He wouldn't appreciate right. it. You know what I mean? And nigga, that might be your boy. I feel like <laughs> you know what I mean. 
Like, I can't be happy if I stay. And I can't be happy. I might, I might, there's a chance though, I might not be happy if I leave. Because, like, I, I'm not, it's not like I'm fucking with bums out here, you know, like women that are just trash people. Like, I don't even deserve most women that I've dated, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, man, it fucks me up, bro. This shit, life shit real, bro. Shit ain't always like, y'all are lucky as fuck to be a hundred, bro. Y'all dumb in love, you know what I'm saying? Tyler, you sent that fucking text showing y'all's interaction. That shit was beautiful, <laughs> nigga. I was dead ass happy. Your phone trashed so it wouldn't, my text wouldn't go yeah. through. But, <laughs> but I was, I was, <laughs> but I was, I was, I was hella excited. Like, damn, this is beautiful, right? You know what I mean? And, and you know, Mike, like seeing you and your kids and your wife, like, you know what I'm saying? That picture you put up of like, you know, all the years you've been married to your best friend, that shit fucking beautiful. You know what I mean? Even if I found that at this time, I don't think I'd be able to give myself the way y'all are giving yourselves. You know what I mean? And that's and 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 because there's I'm I'm and I say I'm selfish. I don't think it's selfish, but there's just things that I, to be more specific, I don't think it's selfishness. I think it's just there's things that I've decided that I need to accomplish in my life, right? And and mobility is important to accomplish those things. You know, being light. You know what I mean? Not having a lot of connections. You know what I mean? That that'll prevent me from doing going and doing what I need to do. And, but the, you know, there's, there's good and bad that comes with that shit. Yeah. But I'm look, dude, like you're very, very much self-aware here. You're aware of, you know, what you're built for, what you're not built for at this moment. And that's the most important thing in all this shit, bro. It is important, bro. Yeah. But at I the same, at I the think same, that's exactly right. It's the same, at the same time, it's a conundrum, like a motherfucker, bro. You know what I mean? It's not. It's, it's, it's a path that's, that I think could potentially lead to a certain, like, some shit like this. You know what I mean? Like, but there's no way at this point in my life I'd be happy either way. I'd be, I'd be happy if I were to all the way not, you know, chase shit. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just wild. But, yeah, that, that's, that, that shit moved the fuck out of me, bro. Like, um, and it was just interesting to see that she always had a piece of him. Like she, she always had that. She, you know, she, like she, she and she would have always had that. You know what I mean? They had been seeing each other in like, dude, the, the kid was what eleven. They hadn't seen each other in like almost twelve years because nine months of of, of birth. You know, of of the 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 the, yeah. uh, the the potato being baked. You know what I mean? And then <laughs> and then and then eleven years of life. That's like twelve years that they hadn't seen each other. And you know, he still looks at her and he's calling her my love. That's just. Damn, I make it. Shit, and it's a book. It's not reality, but I, I don't. I, but I don't think it's that far from reality. It's not that far from a lot of people's yeah. experiences as well. And I, I definitely got, dude. The 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 last chapter we read for this one, the son was super emotional and hard for me to read because mm-hmm. it was like simultaneously, like here's my nightmare as a father, mm-hmm. and then also here here sort of was my experience as a son a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Uh, and I ended up, I mean, it's kind of, it, it's sort of interesting. I ended up like really identifying with his son much more than I did with Siddhartha mm-hmm. because it's like, I mean, he's literally like the age that I was when my, uh, when my dad took off mm-hmm. to go chase his version of happiness, etc. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so I'm like, so here's this kid and like, he's been raised by a single mother and she was like a concubine who's now aging. So I'm sure it was not like the most comfortable situation, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And like this dude, this dude's been out here living by a fucking river. 
<laughs> because he wasn't happy enough or like whatever, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so for sure. And I mean, it, it really brought me back to like some really fucking hard conversations I had with my dad or whatever when uh, when I was a teenager. And it was definitely like, I don't know, that, that to me, I, I just always thought like, that's where, see, and you're not in the situation he is, but that's the situation to me where like you were your happiness as a person has to be your second thing that you think about. Because at this point, like his son didn't ask for him to get his mom pregnant. No, no, no doubt. You know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, for so, sure. Like, that, for sure. You have a shorty. That's a, that's a, yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta different decisions yeah. must be made. You know what I mean? And Flat he, out. You know, and he didn't know, he didn't know he had a kid. So there's, there's that aspect of it as yeah. well. Uh, but it was definitely for me, it's like, that's the moment for me where, I mean, I like the three of us have talked about this some in the group chat, just about like jobs and and what kind of job you have at a different time in your life. When I was 23, uh, I was super comfortable being poor as fuck, chasing my dream and trying to make it as a professional writer. But when I got laid off in January, it was like uh, the first thing I did is like, okay, so I need to do PR for what? Oh, for a horrible company? Oh, fucking absolutely, sign me up. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it. it you, I just wouldn't even think about it. And unfortunately, I ended up not in that situation. But like, once you have that other priority, I think it's sort of like, you, you don't want to go too far, which I think some parents do and like, just live your life through or for your kid. But you also have to have a certain priority for the human being that you you forced into the world, whether they want it or not. <laughs> And I, I thought, like, I understood his efforts, you know, to try and make it right and everything. But at the end, when it was kind of like, yeah, I got to let him go live by himself in the village or whatever. It was kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> I, had a, I had a hard time with that, like, just emotionally. Okay, okay, okay. So what, what, what do him letting him go, how did, what, what did you think about that? Uh, so, I mean, I sort of similar thing with my dad, dude. Like, he took off. We didn't see him for a while. And then he sort of, like you know, he sort of thought he could re-enter the world or whatever with, with my brother and I, and we were just kind of at that time in our lives, like, nah, dude, you know, like, <laughs> like what is, so it, it was sort of the same thing. I mean, like when, when my dad was sort of trying to reestablish a relationship with me, like mm-hmm. at the end of high school, uh, I was just like, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm really good. And to be honest, like beyond that, I mean, some really difficult conversations that uh mm-hmm. i wish would have gone differently now that he's dead <laughs> yeah 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 uh, but 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 so like i under i understood I, I guess i felt like i understood both people's side of it i feel like i understand my dad a lot more now as a father than mm-hmm. i did when i was 16 years old obviously but i also still understand emotionally that if you're a kid in that situation like you just have to do what you have to do to survive in that moment mm-hmm. uh, and uh I don't know. I mean, I I guess like for the book, he kind of had to let him go. Like, obviously, this is not a book that was going to end with him just like raising a kid. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. (laughs) So I I guess I I didn't really consider that there was another option for him besides letting him go. Um, But I I don't know. We talked about this on some of the other shows. Like this to me is sort of one of the, the things where like. There's a lot to be learned from, you know, these philosophies of non attachment and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. But ultimately, I, you know, to me, I look at it and I'm like, but I think that philosophy led him to what I would consider to be a wrong moral choice. And that I think once you have a kid, like you have a responsibility to to the kid, you know, just like I said, because you because you created him like you're the whole reason that they're on the in the for world. Sure, for sure. 
I'm hungry or sad, whatever. That's all. <laughs> that's all because you brought him into the world. And you, know? you have to deal with that shit. I, I, I feel like I took the age out of it. I, I, I didn't think about him as being an 11-year-old. You know what I mean? Yeah. I thought about him as being like a, a parent trying to prevent a kid from, you know, um, and I'm, maybe because I'm, I'm not a parent as well. Like, I don't know how you could, as a parent, hear 11 and not see 11. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's yeah, like, you know, sure. I'd be like, fuck that. You let an 11-year-old go out there? That's crazy. But I looked at it from, like, taking the, taking the age out. and was like, just look at it as a parent, like being a helicopter parent. Trying to pre- a kid, prevent a kid from, you know, chasing the world. I mean, you know, experiencing the world or the, the world affecting the kid in the ways that it affected the parent. And it was really crazy. It was like, you know, do you think the shit you went through, you went through so your son wouldn't have to go through that? Like, no, like, your son has to go through the exact same shit. And, you know, and my my dad, you know, like, as, you know, when we got old, cooler when I was older and shit, like, and he's trying to tell me certain things. And I'm like, I mean, honestly, you're like, because truths are different, I don't give a fuck, you know, you know, what it meant, what happened to you when you did that. Because, right. I mean, it's not, I, I'm not saying, I never said it like that to him, but, you know, that's what I, how I feel, you know, like, I don't, it, it doesn't matter to me because I need to find out for myself. And I'm the type of person that you can tell me shit and that's fine. And they say that people that are smart are people that, you know, listen, like, listen, learn from other people's mistakes. I don't necessarily believe that the most mistake for you is a mistake for me. You know what I mean? So if I might need to find out for myself and I feel like we all have to find out for ourselves. I don't want to make decisions based upon somebody else's decisions because that means I'm living that person's life. You know, if it's somebody else is making my decisions for me. You know what I mean? I want to make my own decisions and experiences myself. And so, like, I think everybody has to do that. And as a parent, how do you feel about that shit? You know what I mean? Knowing that your sons or your son or your daughter, at some point, like, they're going to have to go through some shit and, the right. world, and deal with the world as an individual. You know what I mean? Like, I was, talking to, I was talking on Twitter last week about how, like, my mom still calls me fucking head. Like I, I, yeah. I was, I was. She called me. Like I, I, I was, I was. I, I rode from the the Bart from Oakland to San SF. That shit is like four stops, bro. Right. Good, good for you. You really know how to get around. This is a woman who squared <laughs> off with with some high schoolers, thinking that they were about to jump me at one point. Like she's from Northside, St. Louis. You ask where she's from, she's like Northside. Like. <laughs> this is her, bro. Says motherfucker every 40 minutes. Congratulate. I mean, every 40 seconds congratulating me. Like, good job, baby. Like, I'm her baby. You know what I mean? And all her kids are that. I want, you know, and I was talking. There are other people that are saying that when they, they see their kids, like older people that have younger children, saying they see, older children, they see a younger person than what they actually, than who actually exists. They see a younger child. When they look at them, they see a baby. They still have that same emotion. And I'm wondering, how do you how, how do you feel about that as a parent? Like, I thought about you when I was reading this shit. Like, damn, like, I wonder how you feel. Uh, yeah, the thing about like, did you think you went through stuff and so that your son wouldn't have to go through it? That that definitely hit me hard because, of course, as a parent, especially if you're a parent who you you've been through some shit in your life and you've been able to create a stable situation for your kids, you kind of do want to think that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I did go through this so that he doesn't have to go through this or whatever. Uh, I think like my wife and I's philosophy with our kids has always been because both of us had, you know, shit happen when we were growing up or whatever that was difficult to deal with. And uh-huh. I think like we talked about on the last show, like you, we, we both, like most people think 
to an extent that some of those experiences are what makes us uh, who we are and mm -hmm. like informs our worldview and everything. Mm -hmm. So I've never wanted to, I've never been a helicopter parent. And yeah. uh, I, like I told you guys, like I had both my kids at home uh, with me the first two years of their life where I would have them during the day and then my wife would come home from work and I'd go work or whatever. So like I spent a lot of time, you know, at parks and fucking aquariums, Disney, like wherever with them where, you know, it's usually uh, mothers and then me. And I would always get these dirty looks for like, you're letting him fall off the slide. You're letting him like, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And we've just, uh, my wife and I've just always been like, we're going to let them make the non-fatal mistakes themselves mm -hmm. so that they get used to that. Uh, what's difficult for me, my son's five now and he, you know, fucking, <laughs> he gets girls that he has a crush on or yeah, like, yeah. or like he's already starting to at five move into that territory where you're like, you know, like, like his, uh, my, my, my wife's uh, dad died yeah, and he yeah. was really, them. and it, it's like those experiences where it is hard, but for me, like, I just know that learning to deal with really hard things is how I got to the point where I am that I'm that I'm really happy with as a person, and so we just understand. Like, so like we never lied to him when his when his grandpa died. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. We never told him. We never made up any story. We never like whatever. It was just like you know, Papa got sick. Uh, Papa's in the hospital. That's where people go when they're sick, and sometimes they get better, and sometimes they don't. And you know, and, and we explained it to him when he when he died, and like as he's had questions about where he went or or what happens to people after they die, like, we haven't shoved something onto them, you know, we haven't said, like, oh, everyone gets to go to some happy place when they die, like, we don't know, like, we don't, we don't know, we don't know, you know, uh -huh. and, like, yes, it is hard, and so, like, we, we'll even have those kind of conversations with him at, like, three or four years old, just because I think, like, giving someone certainty about any of those questions is a mistake, mm -hmm. you know, like, mm -hmm. it, it, he'll ultimately figure out who he is, through the struggles that he has to go to, regardless of how stable we try and make his life situation. So all we try and do, my wife calls it like scaffolding. We just try and have like stuff around him so that he ne he never falls through the net. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But you let him fall and and get used to that. And I'm sure a couple of times in his life, he's going to fall through the net, hopefully not because of anything that she or I have done. Mm -hmm. uh, and... I don't know, but it, it is, it is hard. It's hard as much. That line in particular was probably the line that hit me hardest out of the whole book. That was just like, yeah, man, you know, like something's coming. I might get hit by a car. My, my wife, you know what I mean? Like my yeah. wife might get something's coming for your kids that you're not going to have any control over. Yeah. And that, that is the, that to me is the only part of parenthood that just fucking sucks because it's so much of your like heart and your emotional well being. Mm -hmm. Is just like at preschool right now while we're recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Like, yeah. just, there's nothing you can do, with it, bro. Like, yeah. it's a walking, walking human being that makes its own often very stupid decisions. Like, <laughs> and they have to make those decisions to be smart. Like, you have to make dumb decisions and fuck up a little sure. bit. Like, that's just a part of the process. But like, I had this conversation with like one of my friends, and like I will, a number of my friends, and none of them, none of them like agree with me. And that's and that's people perfectly fine. But uh, I, I, as far as kids, like they were like, well, you let your kids curse, and I'm like, this is the thing. This, this is how I feel about that. I don't want to put dumbass rules and say and do dumbass shit. Um, like, I don't want to put the dumbass rules of the world that I don't agree with on my kids. There's enough right. to worry about, right? Like cursing, I don't give a fuck about cursing. It doesn't like it's it. Curse words are just words. 
somebody decided that they were bad, and other people decided to believe that shit. And and, and but there's nothing really like there's like there, you can say shit that isn't a curse word in a negative way that means way more than that. Like I'll be I'll say shut the fuck up to people that I love, and we and, and in a way that's just that's not mean. You know what I mean? It's a, it's how you use these words. It's not the words themselves. You know what I mean? Just like every other word. And so. They're like, will you let your kids curse? I'm like, this is the thing. I don't want to hear my kids cursing because I am. It, it, my, it'll make me feel a certain type of way, right? But if they want to curse around their peers, I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna trip off that. If like somebody said that, if I like, if they're cursing with around kids, I wouldn't trip off that. If they get in trouble, and I'll have a conversation with them, even at like five, six, seven, like super young, they probably won't understand it. That's fine. But like, if they get in trouble at school for cursing, they get in trouble. Well, you said I could curse. Yeah, but I also told you you can only curse in certain places. You have to figure out there's just certain times and places you can do things. And that's a, that's a life lesson. And people will look at me probably because they're not like I'm crazy or a bad parent because my kids are cursing. But I'd much rather deal with the issues that my kids or my – if I have – if we were to have kids, you know, the, the, this, the, the, the growing pains of life while my kids are young and it doesn't affect them and it affects me than when they get older and it affects them. You know what I mean? So that life, that young lesson of there's time, a time and place to do certain things. You have to yeah. respect. You have to respect your surroundings and know your crowd. Like they'll learn at a young age. I don't. I think. I, I think when kids, and, and that's just an example. You know what I mean? Like that's just one conversation about shit. But I feel like the reason becoming an adult is so difficult because we were lied to. You know what I mean? And we were shielded from a lot of shit that I think kids can deal with like not not like situations like you want to keep them out of certain situations as, as a young age because you don't want them you know to hurt them. bro but it's easier for them to deal with shit at five years old exactly the consequences are different the consequences are different you know what i mean like yeah, but that's, it, that's why and I, i've seen tyler tweeted about this too whenever people are like how am i going to explain homosexuality to a to a kid i'm like have you ever been around preschool kids it takes you about 14 fucking seconds to explain that shit to them bro and they don't have <laughs> right. and they don't have all the bullshit they don't even blink that you put like, in their head to try yeah. to sift you know what i mean through. Like, they don't know what airplanes are yet right, you know what right. i mean like you could tell them anything about the world and they will believe you you know like it that that is i agree with you totally uh tyler have you and your wife talked about that aspect of the uh the pew 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 aftermath about <laughs> <laughs> like that? yeah yeah i mean we've 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 kind of agreed that we are going to you know be as honest as possible with our kids we're not going to you know sugarcoat shit but we're going to explain it in a way that is you know age appropriate to them at the time of course but yeah, like, like you know, like the whole, how am I going to explain this shit to my kids? It's like, bro, that's what being a parent is. You explain shit to your kids, dude. That's what the right. fuck you signed up for, man. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's uh, what John, 90% of the job? You said, go ahead. What are you saying? I, I actually, I actually uh, Char and I have had some disagreements about this, but I actually totally uh, relate to what you're saying about kids and cussing. Yeah. Uh, my wife, Shar didn't believe me. So when my mom was staying with us over uh, the holidays, I actually, ha I was like, mom, tell Shar how old I was when you let me start cussing. And she told her it was like eight years old or something. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and it was like, my mom had that exact rule. It was like, the rule isn't you can't cuss. The rule is you can't cuss at school or you can't cuss around your friend's parents. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. But, but I heard her say, Cause she cut my mom cut my mom's from Idaho. She fucking if someone cut her off, she fucking she cussed. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah, not yeah. in a polite way or whatever. So like 
That, but that was just our rule. It was like, if you're at home, you're allowed to use the English language. Why? Because you fucking speak English, you right. know? <laughs> right, right. So, and, I, you know, I'm not never allowed to cuss at her, obviously. But, like, if I if I was nine years old and I, like, stubbed my toe on something and yelled out shit, like, I would never get in trouble for something like that. And that's ridiculous. And that's, and that's ridiculous for people that somebody would get in trouble for that. It's very natural. Well, yeah, I mean, it was to me because I grew up like cussing, you know, my brother and I grew up in a house where our parents cussed or whatever, you yeah, know, yeah. like it just it just wasn't a big deal. And it, it, the rule of don't cuss around your teacher wasn't any harder for us to learn than any other rule was. But I but but like you said, like when you, I think I trusted them more because it wasn't like, oh, I hear you cuss, but you're not going to let me yeah, do it or that- you know what I mean? Like, it, it, there was no bullshit about that aspect. And my mom, like, my mom's central life philosophy is fuck them if they can't take a joke. And I think... I <laughs> your think mom's she, a I fucking G. I love oh, your yeah. mom. She's an, uh, listen, you guys you guys would get along great with my mom. She's 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 the, the best person. She's, like, the reason why I am, it, like, entirely the way I am. But she told me that the first time she told me that, I was probably in elementary school. <laughs> And I was like upset about something. She was just like, "Fuck them!" Like, what are you, <laughs> what are you worried about them for? <laughs> but I think, but I think that makes so much sense. Like, okay, if, if somebody hears you curse, who is it going to affect? Your mom. That's not. They're not going to look at you as an eight year old. Like, you're. They're going to look at your mom. And be like, your mom is a bad mom. Or like, they look at me if I was if I was to be a parent. Your your dad. I don't give a fuck what you think about me and my parenting. Fuck you. Right. You know what I mean? But if when you do shit, when when your kid has not been taught the lessons of there's certain places and times you can do things and they're fucking 19 and they do that shit, that's going to affect them as a human. I'd right. much rather right. the, the mistakes they make affect the, me and, and affect how people view me than how, it views, how, how they, you know, people view them. Or, or, you know, and so like I, I want them to learn as many lessons as possible while, while it affects me. You know, obviously, just like you said, it's the age-appropriate shit. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna be playing porn and shit. Like this is how you. You know what I mean? Like when a kid, when you, when your kid first asks you where babies come from, Boom, and real if shit. you give them the full answer, you are a, you're not a good person, right? If, if, but if, if you but if you if tell them middle the school, story brought the baby, you're also not a good person. If it's, if it's middle <laughs> school, if it's if they're in like okay, this is the thing, bro. In middle school, if mom, it's times have changed, bro. My little brother was bringing was printing out. This is this is what he's 21 now. So he was like seven, no, he's like nine or ten when this happened. Like in fourth grade, he was printing out like pictures of chicks like in wet t-shirts and titties out. You know what I mean? And <laughs> and they were swapping him in class in fourth grade. So he got in trouble and had to go to the principal's office. And my my stepdad went up there to talk to the principal. And the principal was like, you know, he got in trouble because they had to he had to be in trouble. But my dad was my stepdad was you know apologizing profusely. And she was like, yeah, it's not a big deal. I deal with this two to three times every fucking week. Right. <laughs> so these kids know what's up. Is this the thing I'm a, this is the thing I want to say? Like I told my when I saw my my little brother this last time, I saw that like, he's becoming a good looking dude. He's tall, he's playing hoops. I'm like, like, yo, it's, you gotta have that conversation with him. He about to go into sixth grade. You know, he might fuck around and have some feelings he ain't ever had before and get to operating out here. And he can fuck around and have a kid because he ain't know what the fuck was going on because y'all trying to, you know, because y'all, y'all want him to stay a kid. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yo, conversations need to be had when they need to be had. You know what I mean? Like, if, it's, if, my, if, 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 if a motherfucker is out here making some decisions, I don't know if you can even have a kid, you know, younger than 12. Maybe, you know, you, you, might, wanna, you might be out here doing some dumb shit, but you can't 
you don't have the 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 the, the, the chemicals in your body <laughs> to, to make children to make children yet. But like I, I want to have I'm gonna, I'm gonna have conversations when those conversations need to be had. Like if my kids out here, you know, doing some 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 fast ass shit, he out here doing some dumb shit. Like yo, I need to have that conversation with him, regardless of if it's a, a good conversation to have or you think it's the age. Like I'd much rather have that conversation and him and 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 him him know, and, and so he'll he'll know what not to do. You know, like, my, I, didn't, I didn't get in trouble for having sex. Like, I know a whole bunch of people that got in trouble for having sex in high school and shit. I told my mom two weeks later that I, when I, two weeks after I lost my virginity that I had sex. She didn't give a fuck that I had sex. She just wanted to make sure that I had a fucking helmet on my soldier when I went out to war. That's her exact words. <laughs> you know what I mean? You put a helmet on that soldier, right? Okay, cool. You feel me? Like, that's it, bro. Because, you know, life is going to happen, bro. People feel things. We want to do things. People have to learn things themselves. You know what I mean? And, and, and whether we feel comfortable with it or not, based on what we were told 20 years ago, that's fucking irrelevant. The shit is what it is, my nigga. You know what I mean? And, and you can't save your kid from it because they don't curse. I mean, that's like you a bad person. Quit, quit filling these motherfuckers up with bullshit. I think that's why it's so hard to become an adult because we've been filled up with so much bullshit and told so many fucking lies. My kid will never think fucking Santa exists. I'm sorry, bro. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm Santa, motherfucker. You know what I mean? And daddy brought this shit and we still gonna celebrate. You can go sit on his lap and ask him shit if you want to, but I'm not gonna. I'm not telling them so much giving them shit because that shit ain't giving, nigga. Ain't nothing giving in this motherfucking world, and I don't want them to believe that shit. And I don't think that takes away from them having a kid. They still gonna go out and eat fucking dirt and fucking you know all that shit. You know I believe in Santa for like two and a half days of my life, bro, and I'm perfectly fine. I'm a happy ass motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, dog. I just, I just feel there's a shirt. I just feel like we just, we try to shelter them in ways that aren't aren't beneficial. You know what I mean? Anyway, that's just how I feel. But I don't have no motherfucking kids. I might have a kid. My whole world changed like Siddharth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm out here trying to shield them. I said, it might happen, shit. I'm probably kind of protective by the people I love. But. You, you wouldn't be the first person I know who felt the way you feel before having a kid who then had a kid and was like, you know what? I know I felt that way, but <laughs> uh, I got when this thing cries, it fucking makes me feel like I'm going to die yeah. and I'm just going to do everything I can to keep that from happening. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Like, 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 like me and my homeboy, my godson's pops, we was talking, and it's like my godson, he's 14, right? He wears the, the super skin tight clothes, you know what I'm saying? He got the he got the Odell fro, he listens to mumble rap, and yep. my and, and his homeboy, who's, you know, we're the, we're the same age and shit, and he gives him shit about the clothes he wears the way he wears his hair and the music, the music he listens to, the same shit our parents gave a shit about that we swore to God we were going to be too cool to get yep. our kids shit about. You know what I mean? So yeah, man, shit changes when you have a kid, though. But it does because, like, for example, like, and we we were that way too. It's like, no, nah, man, you know the stuff that that our kid enjoys, like, our, he's going to enjoy whatever. You know what? You know what? Five year old kids like watching. They like watching YouTube videos of people opening toys. And, yeah. and and instead of playing the and game, they, and those videos have a billion fucking views on YouTube, bro. Everyone's kids are watching them, and if you talk to any other parent of like a young kid, we're just it's it's like we're talking about rap music. It's just like I don't. It's not even fucking entertaining. Like there's no st- like what do they like about these stupid videos? But the kids are fucking obsessed with them, bro. Dude. Bro, it's 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 all about it's all about stimulation. Like like for a six year old, opening a gift is the peak yep. of stimulation. In <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so, so them said. looking at that shit is like it's it's a natural high that they float That's on. That's what Char said. It. She said like this is like watching porn for a five year old. Right. Like, the, the best moment of his life is opening a present, and there's just an hour of videos of people opening presents. Like, <laughs> dude, I, I, there's 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 people that like like Ninja, the the uh, dude that's really good at games. Like he he gets paid I think a quarter of a million every month uh, through I think Twitch. Because people like to watch him play the game instead of playing it themselves, That's they watch him play watch, it. Bro. They, they watch instead watch of playing the game, they watch TV kids shows. play the game. You said what? They, just watch, they don't even watch TV shows, bro. They're just on Twitch. Like they just watch streams. So interesting, man. Huh. the world has yeah. changed. I was I was talking to this one dude, and this is the last thing. Uh, I was talking to this one dude, and um, he was saying that the gap between like like our us. And our parents, like, is one thing, but the gap between us and our kids is like us and our grandparents. Right. Like, the world has changed and things have changed so much and it's changed so quickly that, like, the gap is widening hellas between, like, the life we experienced and the life that our kids experienced. And imagine, like, how quick, how, how big the gap will be when our kids have kids. Like, our, our next generation has kids. You know I, mean, what I mean, like, 10 years ago, 10 years ago, I don't think I had a smartphone yet, bro. Yeah. Oh no! I, I I had a I had the iPhone when it first came out, but I don't even know if that was ten years ago. But I, but the, the, I remember trying to watch porn on the iPhone. It was just pictures. <laughs> it was like it was like I was like jerking off to, to gifts. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh look at that titty! I was so excited about that shit. You know that fucking gift for that. You know that titty that moved left to right. You know what I mean? Like yeah, shit's different now. But anyway, I guess we done, man. We got an hour in, bro. Oh shit. Damn, yeah, man, I, know, I know you did a good job picking the book because it always leads us off on some different conversations. Yeah. So, ne so next week we finish it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, the last yeah, two we chapters it. next week. What's the next book, though? What, what the next book we going to do? I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure we gotta, it out. We got to figure, figure that shit out, man. All right, bro. I'm going to let y'all. Uh, have, have people send you emails or tweet at us or some shit. For sure. Like, I guess like we'll, the, on the finale... <laughs> the Sid Hartha finale, <laughs> the, you know, book we'll, finale. the book club, the book club finale. You know, uh, Sid Hartha. We'll have them. You know, sending our like questions. We'll talk about that shit. We'll have Shar come on this motherfucker. You know, be be smart. Then, yeah, you, know, sure. you know what I mean. And then and then we'll, we'll we'll have them. You know, give us suggestions for the next book too, as well in the emails. And we'll figure that shit out. Yeah. Cool. Love it. Sounds good. We figured it out that quick. Boom, nigga. You feel me? We Gucci. Phone them on this shit. Uh, I'm off this Red Bull. I got a handful. A nigga stressed out. Let's get this bed full. Sexual healing. So appealing. You a bad bitch. I'm a real nigga. Tell me that you love me. I tell you the same. That's a fucking shame. We both running game. I just want your pleasure. You just want my pain. I just want you off of me and you just want the same Let's take a flight, let's live this life Let's get a hotel, let's both spend the night I'm a busy nigga, you a busy girl It's a fast life, we living in this busy world We in my fast car, you ain't no fast bro Got your heart broke, he did your ass wrong That's your dad gone, let me be your daddy I want to see you happy, we both come from broken families You can tell the truth, I'ma tell it too 
We gon' smoke this weed till I kick us out the room. Like fuck it, that's life. Fuck it tonight. We fucking right. You fucking right. I ain't gon' lie to you. I know I'm fly to you. Nah, fuck that girl. I'm the sky to you. Ocean in the clouds. Birds in the bees. Your friends proud when they know that you fucking with me. I got you popping. I take you shopping. Around the world. Started on sloss. That's real shit. Real shit. I know all my real bitches feel ass. Four in the morning. Tell me that you want it. Bend you over. I got you moaning. You love this shit. You want this shit. You got this shit. No politics.